Hello and welcome back to My Life with Christ. So in the previous episode, we talked about the parable of the two sons. And in that parable, not only did it talk about, you know, the importance of a relationship with Christ and the importance of putting God number one in your hearts, it kind of talked about this weird reality that happens in religions or in societies where we kind of cast people unworthy of certain things. And in our case, casting people unworthy of God's love and and to be in God's company. And in the parable of the two sons, we see God directly point to the prostitutes and the tax collectors, these groups of people who the Jews saw as not deemed, not fit to be in the presence of themselves and certainly not to be in the presence of God. But God directly says to them, The Jews and the prostitutes are getting into heaven before you. This group of people who saw themselves as perfect and saw themselves worthy of God's love and worthy of all the promises of heaven. This kind of pointed me to another parable that Jesus has, and it's the parable of the speck and the log. And it kind of deals with the same idea of grouping people and casting judgment the whole point of this parable is about judgment let me read it real quick because it's not that long but like always i super encourage you to read it if you have a bible um go ahead and you know read it on your own you always get more when you're just reading it not listening to it but nonetheless so jesus starts and he says do not judge or you will to be judged For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. Why do you look at a speck of sawdust in your brother's eye and pay no attention to the plank in your own eye? How can you say to your brother, let me take the speck out of your eye, when all the time there is a plank in your own? You hypocrite. First take the plank out of your own eye, and then you will see clearly to remove the speck from your brother's eye. All right, there's a lot to unpack there. Jesus is talking not just about judgment, but the repercussion of judgment, the heaviness, the reality of what judgment really is. Unfortunately, it is so easy for us to judge others. And it gets, for some reason, increasingly easier to judge others when we have so much knowledge, right? Let's look at it in the lens of people who are religious by name only. So in in the Jewish era, people Jewish by name only, and now people who are just Christian by name only. Talked about this in the last episode where when you're Christian by name only, you do know a lot, right? Those Jews knew everything. They knew the Torah inside and out. They went to synagogue every week. Christians by name only, a lot of them, they know the Bible really well. A lot of them know the importance of going to church. They understand it. They volunteer. They do all the things. And for some reason, when you're in that group, when you do these things, when you're part of this, okay, I want to keep up this appearance, it's so easy to judge those aren't doing the same let me give you an example because a lot of times when I talk about things in these episodes 
it's things that I have struggled with or I currently struggle with. Not saying it to be judgmental of other people, but truly because I have faced these things. Right? I've told you before, I was 100% a Christian by name. You know, I'm going to go to church, going to get all my sacraments done, I'm going to lecture, I'm going to do all these great things, and then God's going to love me and it's going to be so amazing. And when I was in that cycle, when I was a Christian by name only, I was so quick to judge others. Not to say that I don't judge others now. I was just much quicker to do it back then. What do I mean by that? Well, like I said, go to church every weekend. Go to church on holy days of obligation. Sometimes go to church during the week. And I would see people, see other Catholics who would, you know, volunteer at certain things or I would see them at Sunday school, you know, for like when you're a younger kid, you go through faith formation. I would see them at all these outside things I would look at them and I would be like, ugh, imagine. They don't go to church. They don't they don't know what this is all about. They don't they don't really love God. God could not love them. They're they're unfit for church. Let alone church, they're unfit for heaven. There's there's no way. They're doomed. And I regret thinking it now, but I genuinely did. And I thought this in so many other aspects of life. You name it. People who would, you know not even be Christian at all. Oh, goodness. They're not Christian. They don't know God. That's ridiculous. That's awful. Or, oh, that person is acting a certain way. Oh, they don't, they don't know what it means to be religious. That's ridiculous. You know, they're unworthy. They're unfit. And as bitter and as hateful and distasteful as that sounds, it's so common among religious people. It's so prevalent among these people who should be doing what? Loving. And whenever I say these things, we have to keep in mind that as religious people, do we need to go out and say, hey guys, sin is okay and sin is wonderful and keep sinning because it doesn't matter what you do, God will accept you into heaven and you're fine. No. But as religious people as people who follow God our duty is not to judge others but in this parable Jesus does tell us to judge who is he telling us to judge though he's telling us to judge ourselves not harshly not not to say you're unworthy of God Sophia you are awful Sophia so Sophia sometimes you lie and you were mean and You don't deserve God. No. But truthfully being convicted and looking inward is what God is calling us to do in this parable. He's literally calling us out and being and saying to us, you are able to see the fault and the sin in your brother so easily. But look at you. Look at how broken you are. Look at how sinful you are. You're no better. And that's where the fault lies, is that we think we are better. That's where all judgment is coming from. I am better than you because of blank. Whatever the reason might be, whatever the opposite end is, whatever the sin is or the abnormality of that other person is, you are being judged by me because I think I am better than you. But God didn't come and say to anyone, 
that you are better than that other person because of blank. You are better than that person because you go to church. You are better than that person because you say your prayers. You are better than that other person because of whatever. Instead, Jesus came and said, those who you are judging are better off than you. And why? Because right at the beginning of this parable, he says, For in the same way you judge others, you will be judged. And with the measure you use, it will be measured to you. So what is he saying here? Me as a Christian, judging other people for their sin or whatever it may be that I'm judging them for. I in turn am expecting what of God? His mercy, his forgiveness, his acceptance. But here he's saying, how, how can you expect that of me? How can you expect me to give that so freely to you when you don't give that to anyone? Yeah, it's so easy for us to judge and to condemn other people. And we are sinful people. How much easier do you think it is for God to judge and condemn us who is without sin, who is perfect in every way, blameless and spotless? And yet, he doesn't. He doesn't say that we are unworthy. He doesn't say that we can't be in his presence. He doesn't say that he doesn't love us or he simply says to us don't judge don't be like that don't cast judgment and condemnation on other people instead he's given us a choice for heaven he's given us a choice for a relationship with him the literal definition of perfection did not come to judge us he came to love us and show us mercy And yet here we are, us Christians 2,000 years later, judging other people for sin that we also commit. Really think about that. When I really started to think about that, I was like, wow, that's not right. Because God, who literally does not sin, doesn't want to judge me. He wants to love me. Once I realized that, okay, you know what? I'm not better than everyone else. I sin just like anyone else here on earth does. I lie and I, I slack off sometimes. I, you know, I've missed church and you know, broken some of the commandments. I'm no better. Just because some sin is more apparent than others, just because people are more public about their sin or they don't really know that it's a sin, doesn't give me any right to judge them, nor does it give me any right to think that I am better than them. But as a Christian, we are called to do something. We are not called to judge. We're not called to tell people that what they do is completely and utterly wrong and that they need to change or they will perish But we are called to love them. 
we are called to do exactly what God did for each and every one of us. God entered our lives. He entered this world and he didn't come and immediately say, you are all sinners. I don't want you in heaven. He said, you are all broken and I so desperately want a relationship with you and I so desperately want to make you feel whole. Please accept me. And that is what we are called to do for other people. We are called to show them that love of Christ, that mercy, that grace, that forgiveness, that unconditional love of, I don't care what you've done. I don't care what you're thinking. I don't, I don't care what you're in the middle of right now. I want to love you. And more importantly, I want to show you someone whose love will surpass anyone's here on earth. We all struggle. We all struggle with sin tremendously in some way or another. The next time you judge someone, the next time you look at someone with condemnation, I want you to think about the last time you were struggling. The last time sin was infecting your heart, something was plaguing your mind. Think about how you felt. And treat that person the way you would have wanted to be treated. I'm not saying that it's always take them to church. I'm not always saying that it's always tell them about God. But it's never about judging. And it's always about loving. Treat these people. Treat every person. Because we all sin. Treat all those who are struggling with kindness and respect with love. It's not easy. It's not simple. It's not just something you can do overnight. It's something that takes a lot of hard work and dedication because it is easy to judge others. It is easy to look at someone and say, wow, you're messed up. It's a lot harder to look inward and say, you know what? I'm no better. We as Christians have one role for other people. And it's to spread the unconditional love of God. I pray for all of you. I pray that you have the grace and you have the strength to push forward in our mission and to spread the good news. Have a wonderful rest of your week. God bless.